So the thing about the Green Knight, the thing I really... No, I'm kidding. (laughs) This is just for Steve later. (laughs) Here's the thing about Steve is that he'll probably use this against us in the edit because he's the one editing this. that's true. I've always liked Steve. Even though he's going for a toilet break. I know that... We're the one that has to deal with his shit. I know that I've always been quite pushy about Mortal Engines, but sometimes I think Steve might be right. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, the Mortal Engines is great. It's a great film. Don't give him that. <laughs> you, could, you tried. You tried to keep me away from it. You tried to keep me away from this episode. You tried. You said after last year, he's never doing this again. He's never doing you. But he's back. He's back. And he's he's got more power this time. I'm genuinely quite frightened. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Trailer, trailer Podcast. Podcast. <coughs> oh, God, God, I'm dying. <laughs> I'm Alex, and always I'm joined by... Matthew. Uh, Lord Commander Steve. <laughs> what what is happening? Sorry, DJ Steve. DJ uh, oh, Steve. Oh. oh, there you go. Oh, Sorry, no, no, are no. we in your hands again this week? MC Steve. MC Steve. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's great. Master of ceremonies. Oh, I, I know what MC. A mock, if you will. <laughs> no, director of ceremonies. A doc. No, director in ceremonies. A do- Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, there it is. <laughs> Uh, you can look forward to Steve's Fringe show by visiting <laughs> fringeticks.com. <laughs> that doesn't actually exist, just so, just so everyone knows. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> Very good. I'm only, I'm only exclusive to this program. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Uh, g- great. Okay. <laughs> if you did have a Fringe show, Steve, what would it be? Uh, a really, really... Uh, it would be... It would be like Mike Reavances for the week. Steve's grievances. Yeah, and I'd just be like me, <laughs> old man yells at crowd, cloud, you know? Yeah, okay, I can see or that. Or old man yells at crowd. Or uh, th- There you go. Yeah. That yeah. would also work. Great. I'd see that. Yeah. Well, this is our yeah. year in review, everybody. <laughs> hey, hey, look at that. It's our last episode of the year. And um, as is tradition, I guess if you can call tradition, we did it once before, <laughs> is that we discuss everything that we've done for the year. Mm-hmm. So it's not a specific episode or anything like that. It's not a specific movie, rather. It's just... Our uh, quote-unquote all... greatest hits. Yeah, pretty much. I yeah. want to emphasise the quote-unquote. Mm, and and for that, we thank you. Mm-hmm. How was um, how was everyone's Christmases? Fantastic. It was what? Sorry, fast. Was it? Yes. Okay. Much. Did you have your mold wines? Anyone? I got my Pringles. You got your Pringles. Oh, good. Mm, Oh, good. Lovely. Many regrets. Um, I might have thrown up, but I cannot (laughs) confirm or deny. Can or cannot confirm? Yeah, that's what I sat in. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And Steve, did it? Did you despise it as much as you thought you would? Uh, I was in hospital. Oh. Yeah. Getting your stomach pumps? Uh, I uh, d- tried to make some mold wine. Mold wine. Um, I didn't realise what what the concept of rancid is, uh, and I spent uh, <laughs> Christmas in hospital uh, <laughs> in, in a coma at my request. <laughs> Please put me under. Yes. <laughs> but we're yeah. back. My yeah. tummy gut, uh, my biome is, is healthy. Okay, did you find the spice melange? I found oh, the spice God. melange. I, I still, I, I just don't, I just don't get it. 
But that's fine. That's okay. Yeah. That's fine. Well, that's from when we did the the, the new June film. The new June we, uh, film, yeah. Oh, I remember. As more <laughs> just still confused. So, like, a couple of weeks ago, Spice yeah. Malone. So what do we we'll start off with? Yes. Uh, and I'm going to make a tradition out of this. Does anyone uh, want to alter their ratings? Now, I only bring this up because I was going through scores for this year uh, and I stumbled upon the Shang-Chi episode. Yes, I, I know where this is going. Uh, well, and, and, you, and your quote was exactly... What I'm going to give this film is on November the 11th, which is currently the release date for the No Time to Die, the new oh, Bond film. It. I'm prepared to, to transfer the rating Matt gives for No Time to Die <laughs> to the rating he does for Shang-Chi. Uh, and I feel like that means... Five out of five. No, look, I, I, like, I've heard my, I've heard my quote. Yes, and yes, I was on strike that week, and I know that I tied how I felt with that film th- through protest to how I would feel about Bond when that came out because obviously massive Bond fan, of course. But I'm, I'm, I, I must have, I, I don't know, I must have been a slip of the tongue. There's no way that I would have meant if I gave Bond a five, I wanted Shang Chi to have a five. Um, but that's clearly how it's been taken. Well, do you want to give Shang-Chi a, a proper rating? Then? I would like to give... Look, time has passed. <laughs> and my anger at, my, at, at being hit over the head by Marvel in the cinema has... The trauma has passed somewhat. I, I think I would like to give Shang-Chi a very middle-of-the-road three. Mm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're talking of Matt and, and his opinion. Apparently... At the end of the episode, so you're going to have to stick around, is that Matt has something that he wants to show us at the end of the yeah. episode. Yeah, he hasn't I've, told us what. I've been busy this year. Yeah. You have, but yeah. you've been very busy. You've got your little cave on the island. Yeah, and you've much been, like and, in and Jurassic there's... Park, there are restricting sections on this island yeah. that, that some of us aren't allowed into. And, and I've been working on something in this restricted section mm. right, with my mm. electric fence that may or may not be real. Yeah. <laughs> well, stick around and we'll, 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 we'll see what Matt has for us. Now, Steve, you, you have prepared this wonderful list. I have. I've, of... I've sat down and I've... Um, now I now I know what our audience experiences on a on a on a weekly basis. <laughs> I can only apologize. Uh, yeah, and I've I've compiled our scores, um, and and I worked out the formula function on Microsoft Excel. Oh, go you! So, <laughs> well, so well, weeks that we had like an extra a, a guest in. Which first and foremost, shout out to our guests. Absolutely, we had yes. uh, we had Alex's wife Bruin. And then yep. we had the lovely, I have a lovely, Will McDonald come through. That's right, for Australia Month. Yeah, which oh, is good because yeah. he backed us up, didn't he, Alex, with our love of yes. Australian cinema. It's one of my Australian favourites, if not just favourites. Um, I think you should watch it despite everything Steve said. If you haven't <laughs> seen it already, of course. He gave a very, a, very crowd-pleasing score to every one of those movies. Because he's a lover of good film and knows when he's got a good one on his hands. Will, we love you. <laughs> a lot. Yes. Uh, I just want to point cool. out, looking at this list, you still you gave the dish one. Is that, Steve, would you like to adjust that or are you still no, going to make me... I, I have no compunction to <laughs> rewatch that film. You gave the... I can't believe that. You gave the dish one. Yeah. We... Oh, oh Mortal Kombat didn't do well. Uh, this script is, is terrible. It is acted terribly. The music is very, very awful. Um, the fight scenes are... <laughs> Boring. Well, well, let's, let's see if you gave it half. I, I do, I do have, I do have our interesting results here. Okay, well, let's 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 okay. start with that. All right. So our one hundred percent, our yes. fifteen out of fifteens this year. Uh, there were four of them. Mm. Um, 
The two time talks we did, uh, were, which was uh, Alien, which was, a, which was a 15 out of 15. Yep. Jurassic Park was a 15 out of 15. Yep. Um, then uh, The Father was our first 100% of the year. I'm, I'm going to give it a five as well. Yep. I just, I can't, I can't fault it. Didn't give me a laugh, but it gave me cry. <laughs> yeah. I think a criticism would be that the trailer is misleading, but I think if the trailer really represented the film, it, people probably wouldn't want to see it. Well deserved. Well great. deserved. Absolutely. It's a great film. If you haven't seen The Father, I highly recommend. As long as you're, I mean, if, as long as you're in a good emotional, yeah. mental state. If you're a little fragile. Um, or maybe it's what you need to it watch. It might be. It could, it, yeah. Yeah. And Steve, mm. what was our uh, the last one? Uh, sort of a, a chalk and cheese example here. The last one was the Mitchells versus the Machines, which oh, of course I've rewatched since, and it's oh. still a really, really good film. It's just this one. I thought I I knew what was going to happen, and I just thought, okay, this is one I just have to sit through and just watch, and it's, I'm not going to get much out of it. What I didn't expect was at least 20 minutes in to start crying. I, I remember being very surprised. Not that I thought it was going to be bad, but I was surprised at just how good that yeah. film is. Yeah. Like, it really is very high quality. For a next Netflix film as well. Yeah, you know? yeah. Not not to disparage Netflix, but, like, I could have imagined them not have putting as much effort into it as they clearly yeah. have. Like, it's yeah. really good. Um, our lower scores, I mean, there were, there were two highlights for me. Um the first was obviously Mortal Kombat, which uh, earned a, a dismal um, 37%, of 5.5. A 5.5 5. 5 out of 15. Uh, and Wonder Woman 84, which was uh, a solid 7. That was a 47%. There was, there was nothing really else that sort of crept below 50%. Not, not to um, like mess up all, all this wonderful mathematics that of you've course. done. I am going to drop Wonder Woman 84 down to 1. That's fair. Because that was at the very beginning of the year. And looking at the list here of films we've seen since, it only makes that film... It only highlights I, how I badly agree. made that film is. I agree. I never want to see this film again. Oh, One. <laughs> One. Yeah. Matthew, it's the second week of the new year and you're going to Go and watch Soul. Well, yeah. one of your questions, Steve, was what was your biggest disappointment of the yeah. year? And I have to say Wonder Woman yeah. was definitely a huge disappointment. We'll, for we'll me. definitely get to get to a few of those. Yeah, because I've, I've got a few disappointments. I, I've got uh, the next one is our highest rated TV series, which was Loki, which, uh, which was a 14.5. I think that's very well deserved. That was good. a very good TV show, mini series rather. But uh, yeah, for me, this is this is absolutely a five. I enjoyed everything about. It. I thought the the look, the feel, the cinematography, the the music, the absolute absolute <laughs> amazing score by Natalie Holt. Now individually, mm. Alex, hello, you had ten five out of fives this year. Did I? I yes. am a compassionate. I'm a. <laughs> Matt has 16. Uh, <laughs> guess how many fives I had. How many? I had 10 as well. Oh, really? Yes. I'm clearly easy to please. Alex, oh, you, you are go. extremely happy about Soul, about Time, The Dish, Lion, The Father, The Social Network, uh, Mitchell's versus Machines, mm-hmm. um, Bo Burnham's Inside, Jurassic yes. Park, yes. Uh, and Alien. There you go. You were really, really excited about Bo Burnham's Inside. I was. I really appreciated that film. I thought it was... Uh, a good self-reflective documentary type mm-hmm. experience, and I appreciated the uh, the craft yeah. that went into making that in what was a one-man show. So that was that was among one of my favourite films of mm-hmm. of the last twelve months. I would say so. I don't know that he's stuck in the room the entire time, but you know, it's it's a, to me it's it's really impressive. So this one's going to be five mirror balls. Oh, five. Wow. Wow. wow, I'm giving this one five. And that's interesting because I, whilst I admired the tech and how it was made, I, I really couldn't, could not get through that 
properly. That was a tough watch for me. I did not enjoy it. A few of those songs really stuck around. After. I still quote them every so often. Yeah. You just sing them randomly. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Like it, White Girl on Instagram. Yeah, that's a, that's yeah. a really good song. <laughs> white woman, white woman's Instagram. Uh, Matt, your 16 <laughs> yeah, lives. Uh, the Lion, <laughs> The Father, Monsters versus, uh, not Monsters, uh, Mitchells versus Machines, Jurassic mm. Park, Alien, Blade Runner, Sound of Metal, Wonder, Loki, Vice, V for Vendetta, No Time to Die, Nobody, Castaway, Not Shang-Chi. No, uh, and, not Shang-Chi. And, and Ford versus Ferrari. Yes, I, I have to admit, all we've seen some really good films this year, I have to admit. And like, for example, in like Ford v Ferrari, which is a film, as I think I said at the time, I was really excited mm-hmm. about but never saw. I don't know that I would have got round to it just naturally and watched it if it wasn't for the fact that we did it for the podcast. And I'm very glad I did see it. Uh, I love this movie. I, this is a movie that I would strongly recommend to people to go and see. Uh-huh. Um, or, or rather see it at home now, obviously. But, um, yeah, it's fantastic. It's pretty family-friendly as well, isn't it? I, I think uh, yeah, it so. Is. There's not too much um, effing and jeffing in there, I don't think. We reviewed that, I think, August. Have you been back to re- I, I, I admittedly haven't been, but I have thought about it. Yeah. I have been wanting to buy on physical media um, to own, but I haven't got around to doing that. So I feel like once I've finally bought it, I'll watch it again then. But, yeah, that was that was great. And, mm-hmm. obviously, No Time to Die is is just... I loved it. I raved about that. How yeah. many times have you seen that film now? <laughs> in the cinema? <laughs> I loved it. The next the next Bond will have huge shoes to mm. fill. But this film is a five. It's amazing. I have now seen that film in the cinema. Um, I went again with my brother. That was the last time I went. So that was, entire, that was number... I want to make sure I get this right. That was number eight. Oh, my God. Far out. Yeah. Just uh, just another follow-up as well, because we, we talked about eight times for Bond, but <laughs> I want to concentrate on the how many times you did for Zack Snyder's Justice League and whether you want to review your score for that. It's it's hard to sum up a movie that's literally four hours long, and, and I honestly think it's four hours of absolute delight. I think, you know, it's obviously it's a Zack Snyder film. It's a little, it is a bit, you know, gritty and heavy. Sure. And the difference there being, of course, that was on home media. So I have watched that film a lot. I've I've lost count. I'm I'm not going to lie. The four hour cut of that film. Yeah, I I really like it. Like I say, um, I was a huge fan of Bat V Soups, as we discussed in the episode. And I was very disappointed with with the studio interference in the original Justice League, which we reviewed last year. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So when uh, Zack Snyder's proper version, four hour version came out this year and it was streaming and, and now I now have it on disc as well. Um, I was very excited about it. I, I, I've lost count. I know I was. I, I've seen it a lot. I've seen it like upwards to like ten times. I think. When was the last time you watched it? I probably watched it last when I showed my parents. God bless them. They sat through all four hours oh. of that, uh, but they enjoyed it. You know, t- to their credit. Um, that was probably back in June. Okay. August. I haven't okay. watched it for a few. I, I've act, I'm actually due a, a, a rewatch <laughs> of that. I don't, I don't think you are. I, I, I definitely don't want to. What did I give that when it came out? I it gave, was like 4.5. Your parents are such they're very patient. Care. They are. They're caring and patient. Patient people. And yes. Yes. Thank you, mum and dad. You gave um, it 4.5. I, I think 4.5 is appropriate. Okay. Now, my five out of fives uh, were The Father, uh, Mitchell's versus Machines. Jurassic Park, Alien, Sound of Metal, Ford v Ferrari, The Social Network, WandaVision, and Shin Godzilla. I enjoyed Shin Godzilla. Yeah. This is one of those films that really does tickle me. It's it's got a it's got a point. It sticks to the point. It does so well with that point as well. 
Um, Godzilla is is everything I wanted it to be in Shin Godzilla. Yeah, yeah. it's it's a weird film. It, well, I, I've said that. I now sound like a massive racist, but it's it's good. It's a weird, no, it's a weird film. <laughs> it is. It, it combines like like kaiju movie with with bureaucratic yeah. sort of drama. Probably one of my favorite soundtracks of the year too. Yeah, yep, mm. yep. actually, yeah. Thinking about that now. Certainly didn't come from Wonder Woman 84. Yes. Now, tell us why you were disappointed about the soundtrack for that yeah. movie. Because the trailer promised us. <laughs> like, they had a, that had a killer trailer. Yeah. That had, um, oh, what was it? Oh, what Blue was Garden or something like yeah, that. Yeah, Blue Monday. Blue Monday. And I thought that was, that was great. And then the film didn't have that song. The film didn't have any songs, I think, from the 80s. Yeah. I was like, no. well, what was the point of that? You put New Order in the trailer, one of the most iconic you know, songs from the 80s, and then you don't put it in the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, what's... Uh... I mean, I relate because I was upset that Pink Floyd's Eclipse was in the June trailer yeah. and then not in the... I mean, I, I get why it's why not it's in the not, film, yeah. but I was still kind of like, put it in the credits. You know? They had like a tactical, <laughs> tangible reason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to have those that music in that that would have mm-hmm. and there's and that would have been okay. I think that whole film really was a was a misfire because that trailer had me pretty psyched because I liked the first one. Yeah, Woman, but I, I will admit not, nothing. It was a missed opportunity it was. that film. Yeah, very missed opportunity. Very sad. And um, I was having a discussion um, with a mutual friend of ours about CGI. CGI, love it or hate it, it's here to stay. Sometimes very good, sometimes very bad. I still think that film has some of the worst yeah. CGI I've seen. Yeah. And I'm usually not very picky when it comes. Usually, I, I say I, I, there were probably exceptions, but usually not very picky. And that one I, I felt was uh, very much the exception. I that how, how some of those final shots got through to the keeper, I do not mm. know because mm. they was had twelve some... months to work on it as well. Yeah, it was, it that be... was delayed. Yeah. This was the year of the great film delay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and didn't they? Wasn't like the first ten minutes? It felt like a reshoot. Like they just yeah. added a scene on, and it's just like uh... it was all Themyscira, and it was very yeah, it was very clunky. Talking uh... of reshoots and superhero films, um, Venom Two. I really feel like Andy Serkis probably could have done this a lot better if he was given more power to control it and i don't think he was given that but i also suspect that there might be a two-hour cut out there where things are allowed to breathe a bit more mm. what do we think now that we've had a few weeks to cinema we only did it a few weeks really ago fun. yeah because I, f- I feel less inclined to like it as time gone oh, on. Okay. time has gone on okay i thought woody harrelson and all of that was a bit on the nose yeah. mm. uh but i felt like tom hardy as um what's his name venom yeah <laughs> Eddie Brock. Eddie Brock. <laughs> Eddie Brock, wonderfully portrayed by Topher Grace in Spider Man 3 with Tobey Maguire. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't roll your eyes at me, Matthew. <laughs> uh, um, I, th- those scenes with the, those two were great. Yeah. When, when he's talking to himself with Venom, I thought they were fantastic. Mm-hmm. But it's just everything that the world is built around him in that just doesn't make sense. And, and Venom just randomly occupying people and killing them yeah. felt a bit. Just a bit, you know, you can be the anti-hero, yeah. but that's... And talking of randomly killing things, a film that really killed cinema for me this year was The Green Knight. Um, ju- I'm just disappointed. I really am because <laughs> this kind of movie is right up my alley and I should have loved it. And I tried so hard to find redeeming qualities, even as I was watching it, and just couldn't. I have gone back to re-watch it 
on because it's streaming on Did Amazon. Did you watch it again? I rewatch it because wow. um, now, Steve. I know you posed a question to, yeah, to the yeah. group earlier about the biggest disappointment of the year. Yeah, and I think this film's going to be my biggest disappointment because okay. the trailer is amazing. The trailer, love fantastic. the trailer, and I look at that trailer. I see beautiful cinematography, wonderful kind of color grade, similar to what they did in Fury Road, where they've gone like overtly color graded to yeah. the point where it's it looks cool and it, that's the point. It doesn't look natural. It's got it's got the Arthurian legend. It's got giants. It's got magic. I I should love that movie, yeah. and I've tried to watch it the second time round and. It just does not do anything for me, and and it's not that it's not that it means it's a bad movie because clearly you loved it, Steve. Oh, that's great! Yeah. But I'm so disappointed that it's the film creatively is, is in a direction that I cannot connect to. Sure. Yeah, and well, that's, that, that's my biggest disappointment this year. Well, along those lines of categories, I my worst trailer mm. choice is Oof. The Green Knight. Oh, right. Okay. Despite it being a fantastic trailer, for me, it's the worst one. Because it is, it it does the worst job of representing the film that we got. Exactly, yeah. So, mm, see, I've, I put okay. a bit of a twist on it. <laughs> yeah. A twist. For, for you, Steve, you really enjoyed I, it. Yeah. For me, nah, nah. It connects nah. with me and it, kicks, it connects with me in the same way that the film does as well. And I think that's that's just a I think that's a personal preference thing. And there's nothing wrong with that. No, there's not. No. Um, any other interesting sort of results there? Sort of, uh, I, I, I'm trying. I'm trying to see what we were most divided on. I definitely. I think we all agreed that Black Widow was not particularly good. The fact that it didn't even succeed for me as an action movie, which was the easiest thing, surely, that this thing had to do, was just succeed as an action movie. It does not do that for me. Just as a lover of spy films and that kind of thing, I was just so disappointed by. What I'm just going to call mud. It's it's st- still a bad film, it's, and yeah. probably that's in terms of generic trailers as well. Black Widow probably wins the award for beige. <laughs> what a uh, vanilla trailer! Like, oh, okay, yep, that's that's a thing. Um, we were pretty, yeah, we were very, very, definitely very divided on the Green Knight. Steve, you gave that a four and a half. Yeah, stand I, by, stand by. I gave that a two. Yeah, Matt, you gave that a one. Yeah. So we did not. I think for the most part, we were pretty happy. Matt, you did not like Nomadland. I sat down and just could not just pierce through that initial layer of, no pun intended, but film, like glad wrap around the outside of a movie and get inside to it and, and engage with it. No, now uh, I should clarify for Nomadland, this isn't me trying to like, you know, much like with The Green Knight sort of coming down too hard on it. Nomadland is a perfectly good film. Mm-hmm. I just. Don't it just didn't, it didn't work. connect with you? I didn't connect, but that but I but I appreciated that it was incredibly well made and incredibly well acted. I'd like I say, I just I watched it and thought like, eh, sure. You, you're a bit meh about Falcon and the Winter Soldier too. Yeah. Yes, the character arcs are good, but I needed more than that. I mm-hmm. thought the plot, I the plot lost me at times, even though it's not that complicated. It did lose me at times. Like, wait, why are we here? Like, why are these characters here at this moment? When we did Venom, I expressed my absolute. Well, I suppose personal abandonment of the superhero genre for the time being, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I think what I loved about Loki and to a certain extent um, WandaVision as well is that they were so fresh and different. Yeah. Whereas Falcon and the Winter Soldier to me just seemed, if from if you're a Marvel fan, I'm sure it was awesome, but for me a casual fan, I was like, oh, I've seen this before. It wasn't. It wasn't different enough. It wasn't was different it? enough. It didn't do anything enough to really grab me for that one. Yeah, I think. Um, in, I mean, I'll, I'll speak to the the Marvel community wider on that one. And I think uh, of the year of the TV series as well, it's probably the, the weakest. Episodes three and four in this um, can dawdle 
dwaddle yeah. a lot. It almost feels like they were like, oh, we must make it to an hour. Yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. That's sure. That's including, you know, stuff that we didn't review this year, What If, and, and currently airing, well, mm. just finished airing, uh, Hawkeye. Uh, I think of all five of those series, Falcon and Winter Soldier, probably not the, not the best. Because I haven't finished Hawkeye simply because I just can't get into it. Mm-hmm. Is it up there? I really, yeah, I think it's great. I haven't I seen it. I also okay. think it's a really great Christmas TV show. Ugh. You can't use Christmas as a way of getting me to agree with you. <laughs> yeah, you Grinch. Yes, you're I like, can. No, you can't. <laughs> we spent last week trying to defend Christmas movies, and here you are. I can like, at least hey. fan the 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 like the, the, the intrigue in the TV series. Mm. I can. How good was Alien? That film holds up so well since 1979. We did do a few like <laughs> old classics. This we year. did. Uh, we did Blade Runner as well. We Blade actually. Runner, we Jurassic did Park. Jurassic Park. I'm very happy. It did kind of happen by accident. We did a fair few Ridley Scott films. We did. There we was did. a bit of a role there. There where was we were doing Ridley Scott films. I think- and, and I guess if we're talking about older films that we did, we have to say a big thank you mm. to the Time Tug Captain. Of I think course. It, it's only appropriate if you if you. Hey, come on, mate. How'd you come? I hope he's sober this time. Have you, have you ever spent Christmas in a, in a hospital? <laughs> oh, I drink seawater. <laughs> All I drink is seawater. Time tug, Captain. You can't do that. We've told how many times have we told you? You can't drink just drink seawater. But it's delicious. <laughs> oh, I'm really worried. He's looking at me in that way. He looks at me when he's going to throw up on me. Um, um, shall we get into the into the questions? Yes, please. Yes. Okay, um, ask us your questions, man. Well, this is a this is a two parter, but it's uh, what was your favorite? F- okay, I just want to preface as well. We have lives outside of the podcast. That's right. No, we, no, I we don't, don't want to limit our our answers to just what we reviewed on the podcast. Mm. I want to engender a little bit of curiosity in everyone. Okay, so when you answer these questions, think about what else you might have watched this year. Listen to what have you uh so we'll go with what was your favorite film of 2021 uh and what was your favorite you didn't review on the podcast uh i think well for me like nobody was up there yeah, okay. as one of my favorite films a bit of an old bloke going around beating up people you know, i was talking to my wife and i said to her let's go home and do karate in the garage <laughs> yeah because you're just like i'm pumped i'm pumped yeah oh, this is so yeah, good yeah. i just want to kick stuff and be like yeah, ha, ha, look at me <laughs> um, I thought that was quite good, but I did have a few little problems with it here and there. Love and Monsters, I really enjoyed. My wife, she was busy doing stuff, and then she popped her head in and then stood at the back of the couch for the first 15 minutes and watched <laughs> as well. And she was like, oh, I've got a lot to do, but I'm really enjoying this. <laughs> I, I can pause. And so, and yeah, I think that's a good indication of it is that if you, if you don't want to think about things too much, the film does it all for mm-hmm. you. Yeah. And it does it in such a loving and friendly and fun way. That was a good example of a film that set up things to then execute them and have them come back. Mm-hmm. Like it, I really that, enjoyed Love and Monsters that, as that, well. that came together quite nicely. I also enjoyed, really enjoyed Mitchell's and the Machines. Yeah. That's a good family film. Oh... I really like Sound of Metal, but I wouldn't say it was my top film. Oh, I'm torn. I'm torn on a couple <laughs> there. I don't think I can actually say one film, but I would certainly say those three that I mentioned were very good. But again, I don't think there's a film on here that I've rewatched. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Is that? And is that, that, that's okay. 
that okay? We watch a lot of movies. Yeah. It's fine. There's, yeah. there's only so yeah. many hours in the day. What about yeah. something you didn't review for the for the podcast? You didn't- uh, I watched um, probably Thor Ragnarok for the fourth time <laughs> this year. Um, and a superhero movie. Oh, of course, of course. <laughs> Which I've talked about fondly. Um, a lot outside of the podcast, yeah, and you guys refused to do it. So, which, which one again was it? The super, um, superhero movie? Oh, that's yes. It takes off the first Tobey Maguire Spider-Man film. I think I have seen that. Is I remember it being good. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, it's an excellent. Uh, you know, like the scary movies, yeah, and stuff, and and it was free on YouTube, so so that, that was <laughs> that was a, a bonus. And a lot of the jokes in that film would not fly these days. No, um, it is aged terribly in terms of political correctness. <laughs> and for that, I strongly suggest you go out and find a copy. <laughs> Matt, um, well, in terms of movies that we've reviewed, I think my real my top film will be pretty obvious. Matthew. Matthew. Matthew loved The Green Knight. The Green Knight. Well, not only one of my favourite films, but one of my favourite movies. I, I should love that movie. Yeah. I, I'll put a shout out to, firstly, some of the classics like Jurassic Park and Alien. Like, I love those movies. And V for Vendetta. Um, I, I'm, I was pleased to see Ridley Scott in terrific form with The Last Jewel. I thought that was actually one of his best films and the fact that the dude's 83 or whatever he is, I think that's a pretty fair effort. Yeah. But I was curious about this film because it seemed like even though he's done some pretty heavy films in the past, this one was going to be very direct as to what it was about. It was a tie, really. I was thinking a lot about this and seriously, I mean, I was just going to say No Time to Die, but I was thinking today The Father really made an impact and I'm really, I can't decide if I really enjoyed The Father or No Time to Die more. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, they're obviously very different films. So I think for the sake of not having to pick a favourite child, I'm going to put both those forward as, in terms of films we reviewed because they were both just... I can't fault either of those yeah. films. I love them. Yeah. Def- definitely with The Father, it's a good palate cleanser for yeah. because when we got so many action hero movies, exactly. blah, 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 The Father is a good self-contained drama. Mm. Uh, and, 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 and heartbreaking. I, I've seen that um, a number of times now. I've probably seen it four times wow. um, because I, honestly, there's just so much unpacked and I'm not ashamed to say I've cried every time. Mm-hmm. It's just so emotional. Um, in terms of films that we haven't reviewed, I've, I've seen quite a few um, films today. None of them have been new, but a lot of them in like going back and viewing classic films. I, I went through and watched all of Ridley Scott's films, mm-hmm. like all everything he's ever done. And I think um, in terms of films that we haven't done, I watched... Um, Thelma and Louise properly finally because I'd only seen it in parts before and I'd sat down and watched it the whole way through and um, that film is incredible that is an incredible film Um, it's aged really well it's strangely more relevant today than it probably was at the time so I think yeah Thelma Thelma and Louise is definitely up there as my favourite film of the year that we didn't do is that that the one with Susan Sarandon Mm -hmm. in it yes and they go on the go on the road trip Yeah, yeah 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 it's a great great film and that was like a 1980s film um, I feel that like there's a there's does it have to be a film that we haven't seen before, Steve? Oh, no, no, absolutely no. You, you I, I did rewatch, and I'm not saying this to annoy anyone, but I did rewatch the Maze Runner trilogy, and I, I love those films for their sort of Indiana Jones well, style adventure. <laughs> I, it's a legitimate offering of I did enjoy those movies. The lead actor's in Love and Monsters. Isn't he it? is, yeah, 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 um, right. yeah. Dylan O'Brien. He's also in Love and Monsters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's very like I do enjoy that first one. 
The first Maze Runner? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's good. That's the most Indiana Jones out of all of them. They call it the Glade. It just, it's cheesy. It's is corny. That, some of the language is quite corny, but but I, I appreciate the the the, the adventure. The, again, it's okay. Indiana Jones, but in a kind of different skin. I like okay. that. It's good. Mm. I shan't belabor my, my answer. It's going to be Sound of Metal. I really don't fault this film much at all. I, I hope it uh, wins all the awards it can. One that we didn't watch this year that sort of does hold up, though, um... I, I saw Ponyo the first time, and that's fantastic. What one's that? Uh, that's a Studio that's a, Ghibli a, one. Di- it's on Disney, isn't it? Disney Plus? Uh, I think it's on Netflix. Oh, okay. Yes. Um, I also watched Ready or Not, and that's fantastic. Ready or Not, what's that? That is a, sort of a, a comedy horror film. Okay. Uh, it's on, it's, it's on Disney have, Plus. Uh, I've not heard of it. It's about uh, a young woman uh, a young woman and her fiancé go to meet... Uh, his parents, mm-hmm. uh, and they get sort of drawn into this sort of very um, comedic horror-style game. It's very good. Is it like Home Alone for adults? Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> oh, it I really mean, is. I'd be in for that. <laughs> uh, what was another one? I think um, Edge of Seventeen as well. I thought that was great. What's that about? That's uh, got Haley Steinfeld in it, and it's about this sort of really selfish and and self-involved teenage girl and she's sort of just going through like it's it's, it's coming of age story um, yeah Very do good. we do we do many coming of age films Luca? Like, what, the director is literally trying to make a movie that just is a love letter to his youth when nothing mattered other than just trying to have a good time with your mate june's kind of a coming of age i story. also want to point out we used vespers as a rating system twice this year Oh, did we? Did we? Yes. Well, how did that but come in about? Different, in different contexts, though. Of course, yes. Vespa as a martini for Bond and yes. Vespa for Luca. Ah! Oh, that was, that was lovely, Alex. We were yeah. in sync. Oh, Harmonized. Yeah. That's um, yeah, that's, that's, that's mine. Do, do we have a favourite film that you hated? Like, for me, I hated The Founder and Vice yeah. for the story that they told. They're fantastic oh, films. Oh, right, yeah. But I was like, I hate everything that happened. I definitely felt that way with Vice. Like, again, amazing film. I was like, I'm angry. This film has made me yeah. angry because yeah. it's done its job well. I, I was shocked by some of the things I witnessed in this film and, and the idea that they could have happened only, well, I suppose, well... It's 20 years ago now, really, that 9-11 happened and some of the events that we see in this film took place. But that's still very recent and it's mm-hmm. scary. I mean, I, I usually do a yearly rewatch of um, The Big Short and that always makes me angry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, um, that's a good point. I, I have just realised um, I, I watched Lord of the Rings at least oh, once every two months or so. Um, <laughs> I, I did have a pretty good experience of rewatching them when I was on holiday early in, earlier in the year in, in 4K. Now, I've raved about the quality of these transfers earlier in earlier episodes but um that was actually a highlight seeing them look as good as they possibly could what film were you unenthused to watch this year but were pleasantly surprised what was your, uh, what was your biggest surprise uh lion the story in india feels like an internal story like it's a story in his head and then the second part it's a story on the outside and it just does that in a, in a wonderful way so yeah it's five because okay. no, i was I'm like with you on that one I was like, ah, oh, you know, okay, I'm going to watch a family drama film. Turns out, absolutely phenomenal. Right with you, Anon. Yeah. I was, I don't think I ever want to watch it again, uh, but I probably will at some point. But oh my God, what an amazing film. Dev Patel in that, Nicole Kidman. Um, you know, I, I feel like Nicole Kidman sometimes, like, you know, can do a bit of a wish washy performance, yeah. but man, in this, you cannot fault anything mm-hmm. i think it's, a, it's a really good film 
It is. Uh, Lion Night is a terrific film. I'm glad we did it. I think for me, it would be Green Book. I enjoyed those moments between those characters. Yeah. That kind of, not a duel, but a kind of, things that just paid off later on in the movie where yeah. they were both learning stuff from each other. I, I love that. Oh, not yeah. because I thought it was a bad film, but just because I, I guess I, it was a film that I knew I had to be in the right mindset for. So I was thinking about The Green Knight. I was like, no, but you hate <laughs> The Green Knight. No, Green Book. Green Book, which was a Viggo Mortensen. Um, oh, God, I've forgotten the other guy's name. Um, Ma- Mah- Mahershala yeah, Ali. Mahershala. No, no, Mahershala. Yeah, you gotta no. you gotta love saying that name, Mahershala. That's right. You did like saying that name, Mahershala. Didn't you? Mahershala. Um, that that film, like I said, I wanted to watch it. It was more just I knew that I it was, I had to be in the right mindset. But when I sat uh-huh. down, I think I was twenty minutes, and I thought this is amazing. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter that I'm could I can't remember. I mean, it was ages ago. But if I was tired from work or whatever, I it drew me into the film, and I I was thoroughly engrossed in that movie. I think Lion's probably my answer as well. I I, I yeah, that was, that's go. fantastic. Also, Dev Patel. You know, yeah, if only he carried across that sense of quality to the Green Knight. Oh, ho hum. <laughs> oh, look, his his acting ho-hum. in the Green Knight is good. Yeah, it's just just needs just, a better script just, and just director. The storytelling uh, method was flawed. Yes. Well, yeah, speaking of disappointments, ah, yes. biggest disappointment you guys have, have touched on it already. Just just refresh what we should. Was it a Green uh, for me, it was, was mine was Green Knight, yes, uh, for sure. For me, I'm thinking about the Green Knight. Yeah, probably that too. But Wonder Woman '84 yeah. was a big disappointment for me. Uh, I I had sort of high-ish hopes for Mortal Kombat. Ah. I thought yeah. we, we were maybe trending upward on the video game films and then seeing that film and it's just absolute trash. Yeah, it, <laughs> it is appalling. I, I have not, I actually forgot about the yeah. film until I was looking at this wonderful list and I was like, oh yeah, that was a movie we went to see and paid money to go and see. We did pay, yeah, we went to the theatre and watched that. Yeah, that wasn't streaming anywhere. We uh, actually had to go to the cinema. And we know it's a bad film because like... Don't say it. We live in the town that it was no, shot and see, no one is. has talked about it since it came out. Any shout outs that anyone wants to do to anyone, you know, listeners of the show that you can think of? I think I, we, we gave your parents a shout out, Matt. We, we did my parents. Well, I, I mean, I need to thank my parents just for raising me on a good selection of films as I was growing up because I don't think I'd be so interested in film if they did I really appreciated having Will McDonald join us for Australia yeah. month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He he really raised some good points on on the two films he sat in on. That was terrific. he made it bearable. <laughs> well, he certainly stopped me from throttling you. That's for sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> on more on more than one occasion. Yes. Right yes. Um, we had a lot of requests, didn't we? I do want to thank everyone who did send in a request. Yeah, we had um, um, a few in there. My, my dad requested Blade Runner, which I was more than happy to push to you guys mm-hmm. to get you to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and we also, and Castaway was my mum's request. Mm-hmm. Also, I managed to get a request from both of them, which was lovely. Um, About so, time we had uh, the requestee actually on the... Yes, yes. my wife. Your wife. True. She, fact, she popped in. She's popped in a couple of times, which has been good. Mm-hmm. So what, what else was there? It was about time. Uh, She'll probably she yelled at you a couple of times while yep. we're in air. Uh, well, that's just, you know, just. Or maybe I'm thinking of goes. 2020. Maybe oh, I apologise, man. I may be reviewing the wrong year. <laughs> mm. Well, let's be honest. Like she keeps things, you know, running while we're actually doing this recording. That's so, right. Yes. And for yes. that, we thank you. Um, <laughs> we had friend of the show Casey who provided us with a book on 007. Yes. Which thank was you a, very much. Which was a challenge for you, Matthew, not to mention 007 when No Time to Die was <laughs> coming out. Shut up about it. Since as well, it's just- this is what happens when you take. All the drugs away from a drug addict is you. When he gets them back, he can't stop taking them. That's right. Mm. Yeah. So thank you, Casey, for that book. Uh, we, uh, I had got some information recently that good family friends of ours, the McDoeys, they listen to the show every week and they base their viewing uh, on on what we've talked about. We've affected. 
affected people's lives. Yay. I can only apologize. So Phil, Joel, Glynis, and Tess, you know, thank you. That's thank true. you very much for listening, guys. Um, we have impact. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> last, last film question. Uh, favorite soundtrack? We talk about we talk about soundtrack and hear a lot. We, um, oh, actually, Miss I got to quickly. I've got another shout out. Of course, only because she will hate that I mention it. <laughs> is that my sister who lives in Port Augusta with of course, her Port Augusta? And I Port Augusta with her with her fiance James. Um, they all listen to they listen to the show as well. Of course, wonderful. But she's from Port Augusta. Port Augusta. She lives in Port Augusta. You've given given us a good rundown of Port Augusta. She lives in the fine city of Port Augusta, which is located 280 kilometres north of Adelaide with a population of 14,000 people. It has a lovely beach, a bridge, a salt lake. Yeah, oh, that's right. We did, like, I forgot that that was a thing that we did, wasn't (laughs) it? Where we were doing uh, the quick rundown on on little facts about your town if you sent in a request. Mm. Oh, we also, we had uh, Jason suggest... Um, Wonder. Yes. Michael suggested Shin Godzilla, Godzilla. which was good because they were both films we probably wouldn't have seen otherwise. Mm-hmm. Michael really wants us to do Fishtail. Uh, shark shark Tail. He will. Fishtail. He'll be so shark angry tail. that you got that wrong. Oh, no, no. Fishtail's right. <laughs> <laughs> shark Tail. Is yeah, that what um, it's called? Michael, if you're listening, um, Shark Tail is a great film <laughs> that that really sums up the, yeah. the the key points in how to make a decent piece of cinema and does that say anything about how much i want to watch that is there a <laughs> film on here that you could only watch whilst intoxicated oh if i had to watch the green knight again i'd have to be absolutely off my head not that we endorse australia month oh. i think that's a terrific trailer that that's made, an awesome trailer that what, made me feel what, uplifted just just from that two two and a bit minutes there what a lovable bunch of larrigans you know <laughs> don't, you, don't, you, don't you have the biggest smile on your face when you watch that trailer what a bunch of characters you know what a bunch of just like true aussie aussie blokes alex i think he's making fun of us <laughs> oh, the dryer's in there, which I guess is, you know, it's like, oh, if you... you know. I wouldn't be dry if I was watching that. Yeah. I love The Dish. What was the... Uh, the Dish is great. Yeah. I love that movie. What was the what? What was your question? Favourite soundtrack. Favourite soundtrack, oh, yes. I didn't even hear that you asked that question. Why is, what did I say? It certainly wasn't Wonder Woman 84. Uh, what did I say before? I, I mean, really June is up there for me, uh, and I, I, I have raved about it, but Loki. Yeah. 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 Loki has a fantastic soundtrack. I will, I will. Oh, that's right, Shin Godzilla. I really like the soundtrack. There's mm. one song in there that I've like listened to a lot. I can't remember what it was, but I was. I think it's like one of the main themes. I was right. like, that, that's a banger. I'm going to really struggle with this question because, as people have probably gathered, I love my soundtracks and I love a lot of different genres of music. I'd, um, for, I'd, I'd forgotten. I started watching Shrek again recently, <laughs> and I'd forgotten how good the soundtrack yeah. is. That like it has motivated music yeah. in there. Actually, did we do Shaun of the Dead this year? Or was that the year before? Last year. Okay. I, I ha- Hans Zimmer's had a good year. That he has. June and No Time to Die are both excellent soundtracks. And I love how different they sound from one another as well. Mm-hmm. He's clearly, you know, still quite versatile. Um, Jurassic Park. I mean, John Williams is just the favorite composer of all time. He, the, the man was just, he's composed soundtracks to my childhood, like E.T., Jurassic Park, Star Wars, Indiana Jones, all, all that stuff. Um, I'm alone. Home Alone. He did Home Alone yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I'm going to go Jurassic Park because I mean, who doesn't love the Jurassic Park soundtrack? Yeah, it's so That's good. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Uh, next question: favorite TV series, and and oh, just a little caveat to it: favorite TV series TV series you liked to binge this year. So the one you liked, you know, every week, and then the one you just you just ate up. The the one that I've binged, and we didn't review it, but it's it's. This is most people may not notice, and, and I certainly didn't know about it until recently because it's an older Australian program called Frontline, mm-hmm. um, which is set in a current affairs um, program's office, I guess, just in mm. the studio. And I, 
I loved it. I watched that all. There were about three seasons. I think I watched it all in the space of a week and a half. Yeah, there's 13 yeah. episodes per season. Yeah, three and seasons. I, I love that. Um, that was that was great. So I binged that. That was definitely um, a good show for me. Yeah, it, and I, I, I actually I binged that this year as well. And I think that's what made you binge that show. Yeah, I think you were the one that you and I, a I mutual friend started. of ours got, got me yeah. started on it. Yes, and then uh, yeah, we jumped into that as well. I I binged Loki. I did find myself just absolutely pressing next episode on this because did they release it all at once or was it weekly weekly okay so i caught up with it after it was all available yeah, me so i watched it pretty much in one go and um <laughs> i reckon yeah i watched it maybe over three or four days i i smashed okay. that but i did i remember when we talked about the episode i had a bit of a mid-season slump there been a yeah yeah where yeah. i was like oh and then it picked up again i was like oh my gosh this is amazing i didn't miss a week where i missed the bad batch and both of you said a lot of things <laughs> that match exactly how I feel. I'm going to bring it back to the trailer. Yeah. And I think that trailer just nails the tone of this mm-hmm. series. Yep. I watch that yep. every week. I was disappointed with The Bad Batch. And that's okay. Yeah. Uh, Loki for me. And WandaVision. Uh, I didn't binge that. I watched that the week, the week sort of, mm-hmm. sort of deal, which was mm-hmm. good. But I did binge Clarkson's Farm. Oh, how oh. good was Clarkson's Farm? And yes. that was fantastic. Yes. That's on Amazon Prime. That's Jeremy Clarkson of Top Gear fame running his farm that yeah. he lives on during yeah. COVID. Wonderful stuff. It's mm. It was honestly um, fantastic. I Easy think it's the best, best thing he's actually that is done. A, that is a fantastic series. If you can get a hold of that on Amazon Prime. Uh, next question. Well, let's, let's bring it back to the trailers, shall we? Oh, okay. Why not? What, was, what was the worst trailer for this year? Because I'm, I'm straight off the bat, I, I mean, June is... It was an okay film, but I think the trailer really missold it. And that is basically just the film condensed in the three minutes. Yeah, having that's seen a, the that, film now. That's a really long trailer. I really liked the trailer for I, that. I, I love the trailer. Uh, for, for me, it's going to be June and the Green Knight again because they're both excellently made trailers, but for me, did not represent the films. Of course. In my opinions. It, it, well, I've got one opinion, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did I say Green Book before as worst trailer? Uh, what did I say? Green Knight. Green Knight, you said, you said Green Knight. Okay, good, because I accidentally wrote worst trailer next to Green Book, but no, it was Green Knight that I meant. Okay, yes. well, next year we won't do any more green films. <laughs> just, just I appreciate up. that. Thank you. Yeah, because it just, it just didn't sell it. It's like, what are you doing, mate? Come on, bring it up. Uh, <laughs> just trying to talk to the trailer. <laughs> Sorry about that. I don't know. Like, If I'm trying to think of actually like a bad trailer in terms of it just was a bad trailer. I don't know. I feel like trailers are getting pretty good these days. A trailer that I've seen and I haven't seen the film yet because it's not out yet, but the trailer for The Matrix I think looks horrible. Yeah. The new Matrix film. The yeah. trailer looks pretty... Ad hoc. There are two trailers now. I haven't seen the new trailer. I'm talking about the original trailer. Okay, which I it, did it's not very. Like. Yeah, that's that, that one's very. If you're a, if you're a lover, I, I remember seeing the first trailer for the new Matrix film, and I was like, I hate this. <laughs> I absolutely hate it. Yeah. Um, because it it just wasn't the films that I remember. Mm. And then I went and watched the Matrix because I was so angry <laughs> about that trailer, and I was like. Yeah, that's 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 the hit I needed. I needed this. Okay, yeah. It, it's missing that green tinge. Um, which I which apparently wasn't on the original release. Apparently, that's a DVD thing. The green tinge in the Matrix. I don't know if that's. Ac- I read that. I don't know if that's true or not. Though I feel like they would have always have been green. 
Mm. It's a it's the theme. Yeah, for it. I yeah. think I think that tint gets worse as the films go on. That might be what it is. Um, yeah. yeah, maybe I'm just still angry about that Lord of the Rings release that was green. <laughs> but there's but there's two trailers. So the second trailer I really like. So that that, that gives me. Faith. Oh, I might have to watch. That. I do yeah. like the Matrix films. So I, yeah. I I want the film to be good. I just don't like the trailer. Mm. Which is a good segue into the last question. Mm. What are we excited for for 2022? Uh, there's a new Obi-Wan series coming out. Mm, I'm pretty hyped for that. Starring everyone's favourite Jesus figure, Ewan McGregor, mm-hmm. as Obi-Wan. You've got the new Boba Fett series coming out. Yeah. So there's two TV series. Top Gun. I, Top re- Gun, I yeah. really want to see that in That's cinema. I, um, I watched Top, the original Top Gun for the first time this year, having never seen it. Mm. And I thought it was an incredible film that holds up so well today. And I'm very excited for the sequel now. That's one of my films I'm looking forward to a lot, along with, obviously, Jurassic World Dominion. Um, That will just be a pop conflict. I don't don't expect it to approach the heights of the original Jurassic Park by a long shot. As long as it's Um, entertaining, it'll be fine. Exactly. As long as it's got dinosaurs in it, I don't really care. Um, (laughs) What's the other one that's coming out this year that's... Oh, Mission Impossible. I love the Mission Impossible films Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. because they've been getting better and better as they go along. They have been, haven't they? Yeah, like the last one, Fallout... um, Fantastic. An amazing film. So hopefully this one will be as good. And there was another film that's coming out this uh, this year coming. Is it also Tom Cruise related? It's not Tom Cruise related. I've forgotten what it is. Is it more Tom Holland Spider-Man films? No. Well, on that note, Thor Love and Thunder. Oh. Is that okay. Taika Waititi? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm also... I said this last year, and we obviously didn't get it this year, but Lord of the Rings TV series and... The new Game of Thrones TV series as well. I'm just going to put that there for a placeholder uh-huh. to uh-huh. be yeah. disappointed with again. But <laughs> <laughs> I am keen for the Lord of the Rings TV show, especially as I've read the Silmarillion a couple of times now. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm ready. I'm ready for some deep lore. There's a, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited for a couple of Star Wars TV series and, and yeah, very, very excited for more Marvel this year. Does the new Indiana Jones come out this year? Good question. I think they finished shoot. They they finished shooting as of this month. I sort think. of. They reanimate Harrison Ford. He, well, he has been injured on this one. <laughs> does he <laughs> like? Does he enjoy that anymore? He, he like. must enjoy. I mean, I know he gets paid a lot of money, but I have to believe he enjoys doing it because he'd retire otherwise, right? Yeah, yeah you'd think so. Like he must actually enjoy it. Um, I mean, I like. We all want to like Harrison Ford. He's you know he's great. Um, he, we love him when he awkwardly falls over. That means he's yeah, enjoying that himself. Means he's enjoying himself. <laughs> yeah. If the foot goes in the air, he's he's yeah. happy. He's happy. I'm, I'm a bit. Uh, I am gosh. a bit annoyed. I feel like there was another film that is coming out that I've forgotten about, but it doesn't matter. It's fine. Well, um, I just want to to maybe close on some observations. I, I went sure. back and obviously I went back and looked at all the all the scores we gave. I listened to every one of those GD podcasts. Oh my god. Um, I also went back and I listened to. Um, our last year's end of review, end of year review. Yeah, uh, and uh, I'm obsessed with anything to do with me. Oh, of course. Uh, and and we, I was asked me, uh, what were my two predictions for this year? Ah, uh, and the first one was I predicted that the Marvel TV series was going to sort of outweigh the the, the films critically, mm-hmm. and I feel like they sort of have. I would, yeah, I'd agree with that. I, I'll give you that one. Yep. I agree. I yep. enjoyed them more. That. I was more excited about them than I was the films. Because uh, the film's average Rotten Tomatoes score this year was is seventy eight percent, compared to a ninety one percent for the TV series. Oh, there you go. Yeah. They're facts. You can't deny them. The second one, mm. the second one, I was sort of partially right on. You were more right on. Oh, because this has to do with Christopher Nolan. 
Oh, we, we talked about him uh, moving away from Warner Brothers just yes. because of this whole streaming business and and where he would end up. Um, he did leave yes. uh, Warner Brothers, uh, and you speculated he would end up with Sony, and he has. Yeah, I, I didn't actually know that. That's, yeah. Okay. Cool. I thought he was going to Universal, but no, yeah. Sony's the. Well, Bond moved to Universal, and I thought that he would have tried to align himself with Bond mm-hmm. because he does. He is. He is always in the in the ring when a new Bond director is announced to be directing a Bond film. Mm-hmm. So maybe maybe he'll be the next director of a Bond film. Maybe maybe he'll kickstart the next one. Alex, I wanted to follow up on you. With, with yeah. You, uh, uh, how was going back to the cinema? It was nice. It was just good to get back in the cinema. Your popcorn was good. Yeah, I got. I I without fail had popcorn every time I went to the cinema nice. this year, and I loved it every single time. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yep. Um, I just wanted to point out some films that are turning ten. Uh, oh, don't do it. Was it this year? Yeah, ten, 10 this year. I can. I know two already. Uh, Deathly Hallows Part Two turned ten this year. So the oh, end of the Lord. Harry Potter franchise oh, on film Lord. turned. Uh, yeah, turned ten. Oh dear. Yeah. Uh, Fast and the Furious Five turned ten this year. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> Rango and Super Eight turned ten this year. Both two. Oh, Super Eight, really? Yeah. Wow. Uh, Captain America: the, the First Avenger that turned ten this year as well. Mm-hmm. Horrible Bosses, which is one of my favorite comedies, turned ten this year. Mm-hmm. Isn't Christoph Waltz in that? Uh, he's in the second one. Yeah, he's in the second one. Okay. Yeah. Um, Rise of the Planet of the Apes turned ten. Wow. That's yeah. that's. Oh no! I feel old. Yeah. Um, are you talking about 2021 or 2022? 2021. Okay. If I may just jump in quickly. Sure. Uh, next year being 2022, um, Prometheus and Skyfall turn yeah. 10. Yeah. No. Yep. The Amazing Spider-Man turns 10 next year. Mm. Oh, my gosh. Um, two last ones. Uh, Moneyball turns 10, which doesn't really feel like that's a 10-year-old movie. No, it doesn't. No. Um, and Sherlock, Sherlock Holmes, A Game of Shadows. Oh, no. Not 10. the sequel. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, time moves so quickly. Yeah, uh, yeah. M- oh. Moneyball's the Brad Pitt baseball film. Yeah, we were sort of, we were sort of worried about Marvel overload, and I think we we have addressed that really thoroughly this year. I certainly feel overloaded by Marvel. This mm. is the first year they've done nine properties in one year, four movies in one year as well. So mm. it's, it's it's a, a little it's a lot. It's a lot. I I've really enjoyed it. Mm. There I've you really go. Enjoyed it. Well. I suppose we've been going for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> and and this is a point now where we, I think we can thank everybody mm-hmm, who has mm-hmm, listened to mm-hmm. us this year, everyone who's stuck around. And if you're still listening at this point, yes, I know we've, we've this is our longest episode of the year. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And we thank you for joining us and being part of part of our lives. Um, but Matthew, you have, you, you have an announcement is that... Well... Mm. I thought we'd been stuck on this island for quite some time. And it's not that it's an unpleasant island, mind mm. you. But we did cast away this year. And it really reminded me of how much fun Tom Hanks is clearly having this little raft. Mm. And I thought, I'm not going to do a raft. It's been, it's been done. And it's been done well. So I thought, what I've been working on in my little corner of the island is a little makeshift plane that I've made out of just Ooh. sticks and stones. And just through, I think it's just going to fly on sheer do, belief power. Do you, do you want my first impressions? I, I'd love your first impressions. I worry... Uh-huh. That you've misunderstood the laws of buoyancy and aerodynamics. I well, I don't know how buoyant a plane needs to be. Well, that might be your first problem, <laughs> but um, but certainly aerodynamics. You know, I, yeah. I'm looking at this. Okay, this is an interesting reveal. It's, it's yeah, made so, mostly of wood. This is good, but but yes, Matthew, you will be leaving us. You will you yes. will no longer be part of the Trailer Island uh, family. Uh, it, it does, yeah. Unfortunately, it's uh, very sort of. Um, 
mixed feelings about the bittersweet. Whole thing. It is definitely been, Shall we been bittersweet. I've very much enjoyed being here. It's been an absolute. I basically the the a reason I I will give is I, I need to focus some energies on on other things because I'm at I'm just trying to do move my life forward outside of the podcast, um, and I just I just feel like I need the time i guess but um no it's been so good doing this for well it's i mean we've only been releasing for a year and a half but we've mm. been recording for about two mm. because when we first started we recorded the couple and then covid happened so we couldn't do anything yes um so it's been kind of two years and we've we've seen some really good films and had some great conversations over those two well, years well in terms of good timing it's a nice round number this is episode 80 is oh, it yeah ah. so we've done 80 episodes wow well that that's um that's amazing yeah. yeah. So, so I wanted to thank you both for opening oh. my eyes to some films and and just just alternate opinions about films that I like is always I love that challenging conversation. Like mm. Mortal Engines is the great example because I love that and <laughs> you know that was a great conversation to have. So that was really fun. Was it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, for the for the last time with the three of us, we've been the Trailer Island podcast and. Yeah, thank you everyone for listening. Um, I will add the music at some point. I think I'm, I'll do the music as you yes, launch I, I, off. I am going to take off now. Yeah. This is not. A, this is. Okay. I need to yeah. prove to myself that I've you built this. You can do this in this plan. Um, this is it's fantastic. actually held together with a little bit of my pubic hair because I ran out of rope. Um, but I'm sure that my plaiting skills will hold <laughs> together. Um, so all right. So here. So what we're going to do? Yeah, here we go. I'm going to. Okay. So I'm going to play you off with the music. Play, play me off. Um, I have all got right. a little intercom here. I can put this headset on so you can still hear me yep, as, as yeah. I fly off. Yep, we got you. Um, all right, so so first thing, okay, it's it's a bit shaky, but that's okay. We're, we're going to go, we're going to up the throttle here. and Okay, here we go. I'm actually really nervous flies this year. Interesting. And, um, all right, we're going. Yeah, we're going. We're, we're picking up speed. Picking up speed. This is good. Alex, this is have, good. You the, have you heard the tale of Vigorous? Uh, no, I haven't heard the tale of Vigorous. He's... he's, he's He's away. Oh wow! Look just, at him just go. Watch. It's going to be very Guys, exciting. this this is amazing. The, the view from up here. Did you know that our island is actually connected to the mainland? I don't know if you knew. If we walked, sorry, you just broke up yeah. a little bit there. I just I, I said if you walked, I, it's amazing. We, I can see Adelaide from here. It's, it's, it's oh. I can't I can't hear him. He's breaking up. I, but, but, oh, it's, it's very smoky. Oh 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 no! Oh no! It's gone wrong. Oh. oh God! Ah! Oh! 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 What is it? Okay. Uh, so, yeah, Matthew's uh, definitely not coming back. Huh. Um. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What? What do we do? Well, we've been the Trailer Island Podcast. Uh, thank you for listening. That's been our end of year review. I've been Alex. I was joined by Matthew. He can, I don't know, can he gurgle from the water? Oh, God. Yeah, no, nah, he's not coming back. And uh, Steve. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, uh, yeah, don't forget to subscribe. I don't know. Social media, etc. What? <laughs> yes, all the social medias. Steve and I, we don't know what we're going to do next year. We're going to work something out. So there might be a small hiatus yeah. in episodes for now. Uh, what we come back with in the new year, you'll find out, no doubt. But um, thank you very much, everybody, for listening. We love you very much. And, uh, yeah, good night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you want to play the bugle? Or I'll play the bugle. Um, yeah, there you go. I guess that's what he gets for calling his plane Mortal Engines. Oh, it's it's quiet now. 
It's beautiful. Wow. Good night, everybody. Bye. This is a Narrative Network podcast.